What's up, everybody? Welcome to Long Time Ago Radio, a conversational podcast about Star Wars and the official podcast of a StarWarsPodcast.com. I'm your host, Joshua Mobley, and I'm joined by my two favorite fans in the galaxy, Alex Vargas and Rebecca June Lane. How are you two doing? I'm doing fantastically. That's good to hear. Yeah, I'm doing good. A little tired. Cool. A little tired in the past few days, but doing good. Cool, cool. I know. It's been a it's been a tiring week, but I think it's been a pretty good week. Well, you're it's... tired because of all your Force Friday expeditions, right? Yes. All the running around. <laughs> oh, you okay, I get it. I, I thought you were gonna say Star Wars Day. I get it. Oh you all, went you went looking for toys. It. Is that is that what you did? I thought that yeah. already happened. That that happened. Um, it was just you know going from work to Disneyland to home to scum and villainy to home to a troop mm. to work. It's it's been a hectic few days. Right, right. Yeah, I I feel you. I uh, I had to work on a lot of some top secret stuff that I couldn't really talk about, and then also we launched a Patreon, so I had to yeah. work on Woo-hoo. that. And uh, yeah, it was a it was quite a week, but. Uh, Becky, what have you been doing? I've been, you know, just getting really excited about Solo and seeing all the fun Force Friday things that happened in my own tiny little personal niche of the face of the uh, uh, Force Friday world. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> in my Disney emoji game that you guys got me hooked on, which I'm blaming <laughs> you for, there are new Ray and Finn and BB-8 little avatars, which I have oh to go goodness. get immediately um also star wars galaxy of heroes has a lot of great bonuses going on right now obviously some cool free character shards and uh yeah just playing lots of games excited for solo the ads all started going up around new york this weekend Mm. so i saw the first solo poster kind of in my face and i tweeted about (laughs) it but like for the first time i'm getting really super excited that like khaleesi is in it like i love her and I was a little nervous at first, but Amelia Clark, the... by the way, that's her name. Yes, of course, her real. <laughs> she's she will always be Khaleesi. Yeah. Um, mm. But I'm excited for her, and I'm excited for Donald Glover, and I'm just I'm starting to get really pumped for this movie once all the ads start going up. So yeah, same. That's me. I, I feel the Were same. Were you guys way. able to get tickets? Yes. Yes. Uh, I I got, uh, a, I got a ticket. <laughs> yeah, you're going by yourself. That makes a me ticket? so sad. <laughs> You, um, told, you could have come down, you, both of you guys. Well, I'm super excited. Alamo Draft House. Um, I don't know if you guys, if anybody listening has an Alamo Draft House near them. Um, there's one in Brooklyn, in New York, and they're doing a cool fan event that starts at 6 p.m. I was wrong when I was talking to you guys earlier about how New York starts later. There's ones that showings that start as early as six. So oh, good. And I get a commemorative, like limited edition solo um, pint glass. I you bought know, two of them. That glass nice. looks amazing. I'm very jealous. Yeah. You can only get them at Alamo or, or at eBay <laughs> afterwards. Right, yeah, eBay will be a right. prime place. I don't get anything. I get a poster. And I'm posters like, are cool. But at, That's I'm like, pretty good, though. Where am I going to put it? I don't have any room for posters. That sounds like a personal well, problem. Where, yeah. where are you watching the movie, Josh? I'm seeing it actually at like the worst theater in our area, but that's a good thing. <laughs> okay. Uh I, I was talking with a friend yesterday about how every time I go to the ma- like the theater at the mall, which is where I saw Rogue One, I have a bad experience. Like mm. it's a it's a it's a not a nicer theater, but I'd say it's like a mid-range theater. But the problem is that's where everyone goes because it's yeah. at a mall, and yeah. it's the worst. It's the absolute worst. And so I was like, when the when the tickets got on sale. I looked at Twitter. The only reason I knew the tickets went on sale because I saw Star Wars Explained. was like, I got my tickets. I was like, oh, I better go get it. Uh, and logged in, and most of the theaters around me were already, for the 6 p.m. showing that they were doing, Thursday night were already sold out. And this was, by the way, 10 minutes after they went on uh, on sale. And then I was like, oh, well, I could go to Court Madera. Oh, sure. <laughs> I was like, why not? I've been to that theater before. It just looks gross from the outside. On the inside, it's not that bad. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. But it's just like not really that many people go there. So I'm kind of, and because they had tickets, I'm sort of like, oh, maybe they'll just, you know, maybe there won't be that many people there. Maybe my experience will be okay. So, but yeah, I got it. What about you? What about, uh, where are you going to see it, Alex? We are going to see it at uh, the AMC at Universal City Walk since it's, you know, 
15 feet from where I work. There you go. Nice. But what was frustrating is, you know, I think we were we were expecting these tickets to go on sale on March. I'm sorry, on May 4th. And we were in line at Star Wars night to get some dark side beignets, which I'll talk about later on. Ooh. And our friend is like, hey, so uh, solo tickets are on sale. So Yeah. What? And I... so we're, we're on my phone. We're trying to get our tickets. But we, we got the 6 o'clock, uh, the uh, fan event, too. We're going to be singing IMAX 2D for the first showing. Yeah. Yeah. 2D is the way 2D. to go. I'm doing yep. 2D, too. I'm uh Good. I, I like Alamo a lot. I don't know if you guys have been to Alamo Draft. I've been. But... I saw Wonder Woman there. Yes, Wonder Woman. Yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it's nice. You have your a space. You have tables, and they're very serious about taking the movie very seriously. Like you have to be there on time, or else yeah. you don't get That's seated. Um, so yeah, I'm so excited. I cannot wait. And uh, yeah, I got a notification at 12:01 because I'm an Alamo member. So I got a notification on my phone, like, tickets for Solo are available. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. You're like, we have oh, to get them right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So very exciting. Yeah. Yeah, I'm very excited. It's like the closer it gets, the more excited I get. And uh, did you guys see that that shot that the, that ILM put up on Twitter in GIF form? I've been kind of trying to keep away from that stuff. I, I've okay. only seen the two big trailers and I think one TV spot because in the past... All right. What, I mean, four days they're just throwing it out there. Yeah, I mean, it's I've a only gif, seen the first trailer, but it's a good boy, gift. It's cool. It's a good the gift. It's a gift. Like I, <laughs> and it's funny as most people that I, 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 everybody that I looked, I read the comments under it. Everybody's like, "Oh my goodness!" Now I'm actually excited. <laughs> I was like, "Wow, it's it's really good. Like it's it's just cool." Uh, but um. I, I mean, I'm, I'm excited. It's gonna. We're at what? Less than 20 days away. Yeah, oh I can't wait. I'm so excited. I I haven't. There was a shot I think that was released of Ron Howard and George Lucas like having a conversation together on the Millennium Falcon. Oh and yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. just so Star Wars, special. Yeah. Speaking. The Star Wars show had a nice piece of, of talking about uh, Ron Howard and George Lucas talking and all that stuff. So if you haven't watched the most recent Star Wars show. Go watch it. And speaking of Star Wars show, that's where that Arrested Development thing premiered, right? Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. Which is, okay, so I'm a huge Arrested Development fan. We mentioned it on the Patreon podcast. But, like, oh, my goodness, how perfect is that video and all my fandoms coming together. And I love Ron Howard. And it anyone who has any doubts, It was pretty great. Like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's really funny. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Al, uh, also, Free Comic Book Day happened by the way yeah i missed out uh <laughs> so i, I don't know about that is that just like a universal holiday for all comic yeah, book stores yes yes it is uh that's awesome free comic book day is basically a thing that like the entire comic book industry sort of gets behind there's a company that runs it and you can go to any of your participating comic book store and they will give you like a bag of free comics that are Sweet. stuff that gets released for specifically for free comic book day so like sometimes some companies will just reprint older comics that they have and put the like free comic banner on it and it's like just hey you know if you missed out on whatever this is you know you get it but other times like dc will do comics that they only release on free comic book day and they're like teases or zero issues for like upcoming arcs that they're going to do and stuff like that so uh there was a bunch of stuff that came out this year one of which was a star wars adventures comic which i actually don't know if it was exclusive to free comic book day but i got it i, th I think it was I okay think, let, me, let me pull the note had han and chewy on it that was my main and goal was to get that have so, you read it i've not read it yet uh i I, went, I got that and then there were a couple other things like there was a power rangers one i wanted and uh, there was a Nightmare Before Christmas one I wanted, and some other ones. So I, I got everything except the Overwatch one that I wanted. I didn't get. Were that. you limited to just five issues, or no? The, comic book I, you so shout out to Blue Moon Comics in San Rafael because that's where I went. It's my local comic store. They do it the best way that I've ever seen. So how do they do it over there? So uh, I used to go to a place called Treasure Island, which is also a great comic book store oh, i miss treasure, treasure island. island was great it's still around <laughs> fremont california yeah. guys uh shout out to treasure island uh but, but when i used to go there that yeah they would be like which ones do you want and they would show you like a graphic and then you would point at the mm -hmm. five or whatever you wanted 
they don't do that at Blue Moon. Um, they have two different bags, and there's a kids bag and an adult bag. And if you get both, you have everything. Nice. And the so, adult bag is just porn, right? Is that yes, the difference? absolutely. <laughs> uh, and then the kid bag, and then the kid bag is everything else. Uh, whoa. Hey, you all right? Hey, Ahsoka didn't like the joke. Ahsoka. I think this she is had a, a bad PG dream. show. Says I think Ahsoka. she had a bad dream. <laughs> you all right? All right. That was a, that was a good one. Ben. Um. <laughs> so, uh, no. Hey, I'm trying to do a podcast here. Go see your mother. Yeah, our our comic book shop. Quit being grumpy. All right, she's going downstairs. Anyway, like uh uh, so because Nicole and I can both go, like she got an adult bag and I got a kid bag, so we got everything. Nice. Our our local shop, what they'll do is they spread out the comic books into every Saturday in May. And they'll have signings every Saturday in May, too. That's cool. So they cool. have you coming back and different sales um, mm. each, each time, too, which is kind of nice. Uh, the only hard part is you're, you don't really know which comics you're going to get until you're there for the free comic book day. So in theory, you could get all of them from what the, the gold and the silver versions. Um, it, you just have to make sure you're there every Saturday. And uh, Interesting. Yeah. They're they're pretty good though. Yeah. The lines get crazy for free. They do. Day, though. They do like, get crazy because because just... people go free and then they come in and well, then they don't. Buy well, anything. I was gonna say like I don't go to comic book stores that often, um, but the ones in New York, Forbidden Planet, and Midtown Comics are the huge ones. And I don't yeah. know how you guys can walk into these stores and not leave buying absolutely everything. Like I know. it's too stressful to me to walk in these days when there's so much Star Wars merchandise to buy. Yeah. Well, I, I think that's one thing that. Or worries a lot of people when you go into a comic book shop there's so much to get but you don't necessarily know where to start and one nice thing about free comic book day is because like josh was saying they give you either reprints of first issues or issues number zero it gets people it jump starts them into a larger story especially for kids and it, you know the whole point of it is to promote literacy for for young children love it and you yeah. get you know issue zero of nightmare before christmas they're gonna want to get issue one Wait, i do want saying... i do want to get issue one <laughs> both of you keep saying Nightmare Before Christmas. Is there a comic book series? There, for they Nightmare did Christmas? at Free they Comic just, Book Day in my bag. There is one. a Nightmare Before Christmas comic. Book. I was literally having this conversation at work the other day. How Nightmare Before Christmas canon world can be expanded and should be because it's amazing. All those different well, doors that you could go down. Well, I'll read. Uh, I'll read Zero's Journey Part One and let you know how it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's about Zero. Love it. Yeah. Uh, all right, but I, we've kind I, of I, veered here. <laughs> but like you, like you said, it's 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 stressful to go into a comic book shop and like there's there's so much. I think free comic book day is like the best day to go because not only is everybody like super helpful, but like everything's on sale usually, yep. so you can get stuff cheaper. And I did buy a couple things. You I just did. have to brave the line, you know. Yeah. Let, you know, you're waiting for 11 p.m. <laughs> or 11 a.m. for the shop I, to open. And I there's. I did buy some things. Okay. I bought. I bought Darth Vader Volume Two, the new nice. the new series, because that came out, and I was like, yes. And then yes. I got uh, Star Wars Volume Seven, which I haven't even read six, but now I have seven also. And then uh, I was gonna get this. Uh, I, I this a fun fact: I really like Transformers, not the Michael Bay movies, but like the the <laughs> kind of uh, important like, distinction, the really goofy like cartoony Transformers. Uh, I've always been like really interested in. The comics because they're apparently super good and mm -hmm. they had one that was like volume one of of uh you know like a, one of idw's like transformer series and i was like maybe i should get this and then i picked it up and then while i was in line i look over and i saw something that i got really excited about and alex you'll get excited they reprinted tag and bink uh. and it came out like that week and i, nice. I was like sorry transformers <laughs> so remind, i bought that remind our listeners about tag and bank tag and bank is a a comedy series that dark horse wrote it was four issues long um and it's it's like these two guys just getting into hijinks all across the uh original trilogy and stuff it's really funny i read it in one sitting yesterday and was there and were, racking up 
they're rumored to be in the new solo movie too remember ron howard's tweet yeah i was just point. gonna ask about that have we heard anything because i feel like it was just that one thing and we haven't really we haven't heard, heard anything, anything else we'll have to see when the movie comes mm-hmm. out we'll find but out. yeah they uh they reprinted it all in one uh thing so i got it it was like eight dollars it's cool not too bad I lost my mind at Manny Bothans. I thought that was the funniest thing <laughs> I'd ever seen in my life. Uh, and then, and then Boo Boo. Yeah, but it's it's such a good fun series. It of is just nonsense. Yeah, and then them flying toward Alderaan. It blows up. That was so good. <laughs> uh, well, it's a good anyway. series. People should go check it out. Yeah. So I have I have like things that I'm excited about, but I feel like they tie into our main topic. So I feel like we just should go into the main topic because it's kind of about everything yeah. we've been talking about. Yeah, we uh, we're gonna do our news wrap up sort of episode today because there's just so much. I mean, th- it's funny because there was quite a bit of news, but it wasn't news that like we expected, you know. And it wasn't necessarily the news that we were waiting for either. Yeah. But anyway, let's let's get into it. I have good news for you, my lord. I'm just going to start from the top, unless, Becky, you have... Well, uh, I just want to say, when can we briefly talk about Childish Gambino, just for a hot second? Uh, yeah. <laughs> let's start with that. Well, just as we all know, uh, Donald Glover is going to be playing Lando, which is one of the most brilliant casting choices, and I feel like we got our first in-depth look at Donald Glover as Lando this past weekend, in character, acting as Lando. Um, and it's because he hosted Saturday Night Live. And there was a skit where he was uh, hosting the first ever Black Summit of all the black characters in the universe, <laughs> which there were like four. Was John uh, Boyega is... there? John Boyega wasn't there, and there wasn't even a shout-out, but I guess it's because time-wise, Lando wouldn't be holding a summit with uh, Finn there. So. At this point, I don't think he's even born. Right, but uh, my I got so excited. I was watching the skit, and then when uh, Keenan, which yeah, it's just amazing that Keenan's on SNL, but Keenan comes out of Saw Gerrera, and I'm like, yes, <laughs> yeah. we've taken oh over. <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah, it was. If anyone wants to see some some Star Wars representation <laughs> on SNL, check him out. And then plus Den- Donald Glover just killed it, and he's awesome. So yeah, like fun fun pop culture Star Wars shout out. I love it. Yeah, I'm not even more excited for his character too. I have not uh, watched it yet, so I will I will have to get around to that. But that sounds really funny. Yeah, um, they did their homework for it, which I appreciated. Yeah, they always do uh, Star Wars stuff on SNL when the new movies are coming out too. Like they, they got had some a bu- nerds. <laughs> yeah, they had a bunch of stuff for uh, what's it called for Force Awakens. My favorite awesome. sketch that they did Star Wars was the collectors when all the new toys yes. came out. And like you can play with it in your room or keep it in the box. Yeah. Like that was probably the most on point sketch they've ever done about Star Wars collectors. Well, I use that awesome gif all the time where he turns around and he's like, Awesome. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think the best Star Wars SNL skit though is the Kylo Ren undercover boss though. They oh, have yet to great. top that. That's great. That one is great. Yeah. <laughs> I do, I do have a I do have a soft spot for that one. <laughs> but right. on to actual news. Yes. <laughs> and not uh, not about how too talented Donald Glover is. Uh, Star talented. Wars prequel Solo doubles Black Panther's ticket pre-sales in 24 hours. What? Which I makes it the that. second most anticipated film of the year behind Avengers: Infinity War. Uh, which is well, a, a actually sign. kind of shocking to me. Yeah. Just based on Twitter. <laughs> based because, nothing on Twitter. Rule because one. it's like, even when the tickets went on sales, like, I saw people going like, oh, Star Wars movie comes out in three weeks, and I just, and like, I no one on my timeline seems to care. Like, well, ugh. could it have been because Whatever. they waited so long to release the tickets, too? That's true. There's mean, been a lot were, of anticipation. We're 20, I think today, technically, we're 17 days out from the film, and every other Star Wars film, you know, they release the tickets months out in advance, so there's that slow trickle of purchasing tickets. We're so close that everyone's clamoring, oh, shoot, they're out. We need to get them. 
Yeah. And I think a, a timeline might betray, you know, people who are going to see Infinity War and Black Panther are not hardcore Marvel fans. They are movie fans and blockbuster fans and culture fans. And I think mm-hmm. this movie appeals to that audience um, as well as the Star Wars audience. I think having Khaleesi and Donald Glover and having it be more about old trilogy characters appeals to the people who might be kind of a little more on the fringes of the of the canonical stuff and not following it all the way, but they see this as like, oh, this looks like fun. Like, I, this doesn't require a lot from me coming into it as just a fan of, of action fun films. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm all about it. That's good uh, to hear. Do you... I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say that it won't beat Black Panther at the box office. I'd, I'd be surprised. I, if it yeah, did. I'd be shocked if it did. Well, it certainly won't beat Infinity War, but uh, oh, no. yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't think it has the impact that ba- Black Panther had. But gosh, Disney is just making money on all fronts, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. They, uh, I, I was listening to a podcast re- uh, recently where it was like, I feel, somebody was like, I feel like the only movies I get to go see anymore are Marvel and Star Wars movies now. And they're like, well, I mean, that's probably Disney's goal, right? They're like, if, <laughs> right. You, if you can only go to the movies four times a year, they want their movies to be the four times you go, you know? Yep. I was like, well, man. It's point. event viewing. They're making it kind of like it was back in the day where there was a movie that everyone went to go see. And some people see it as a bastardization of cinemas. But I'm, I'm just thankful that Disney is around still making, you know, and then all other companies like Alamo and AMC who are making these events worth going to. You know, they're keeping the experience of going to see opening night alive. So I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, it's not just seeing the movie now. It's all little special promotions from trading cards to the pint glass that you're talking about. Uh, AMCs are going to be giving out some buttons and collectible dice. It's, it's, it's that whole filled up in anticipation, you know, the last 30 minutes before you see the movie. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm so, we're so spoiled. I'm so excited to see another Star Wars movie this month. I just saw one a couple months ago. It seems know. like too much. <laughs> Speaking of Last Jedi, I actually finally watched Director and the Jedi. Oh, what'd you think? It was fascinating. Right? It's good. And it talks about the ups and the downs. Yeah, it's this so This is a not special a super... feature on the yeah, DVD curve. It's, yes, like, yes. it's, it's like the making of, but it's sort of through the eyes of Ryan Johnson. Like, it's following mm-hmm. Ryan, like, the whole time. And it's sad because through most of it, you can tell that, like, Mark's not happy. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, but... man, I feel kind of bad, you know, at the same time. But then uh, three-fourths through, I had an epiphany where I was like, you know... Mark not being happy with the way they treated his character kind of makes it perfect, you know, yes. like Challenging, in a sad different. kind of way, yes. you know, uh, but I don't know. I'm sure that Mark is not as like grumpy as he looked like in certain parts of that. Well, he's probably in character but, for a lot of it. He's well, he's... <laughs> there's parts where they're showing him around the set and he looks not happy like he he does not look happy but when he sees he does get like really excited when they show him yoda though oh yeah i heard that's really special yeah all teary-eyed yeah it's a good moment and i think he's come around a bit more like after like seeing it all play out but yeah he uh well i mean his character is a failure for the first two-thirds of the film and and that that has to be hard to deal with as an actor to come to terms with with being that that kind of negative interpretation of, of what you had played your whole life. But yeah. I agree with you, Josh. I feel and he like is a, he is an old, he is also an old school, like pop culture fan. So I think he and Lucas probably see eye to eye on a lot of stuff. He probably likes the more optimistic hope, always a hero kind of thing. And he couldn't really deal with it. That much, well, it's just but. so funny because I, I, I was recently having a, a conversation about Last Jedi with some friends at work and talking about how while Last Jedi has a lot of the same tropes and scenes and interactions that we see in Return of the Jedi, it's the middle film. It is the Empire Strikes Back. It's all the loose ends. It's things aren't happy. Things don't end well. It's a dark place we end in. Same way with Empire. So I, I feel like that puts his character kind of in a, in a weird place that it goes out in that tone rather than in, like, yeah, the happy Ewoks are dancing kind of scenario. Yeah. Um, There'll be yeah, plenty of Yub Nub in episode nine, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
All right. Anyway, um, moving on from that, uh, there was a Lando's tour of the Millennium Falcon video that got released. I actually didn't watch this yet. Um, did you watch it, uh, Alex? Yeah, it's pretty short. It gives a nice little look into the, the Falcon. Um, yeah, it, you know, it's just publicity stuff, but it looks so clean and it looks so well kept. Okay, I'm looking. Be... I'm looking at a little bit of it now. This does look pretty cool, actually. Can I? Is it the same Falcon they use for Force Awakens and Last Jedi, and they just make it look nicer, or do they build I'm, a different ship? I'm gonna say no. I feel like I'm gonna say they built a different yeah. ship. Yeah. Because the interior is different, and and I don't know if you guys have seen this, but there's actually going to be a traveling Millennium Falcon experience where you <gasps> get to what? walk through. See, so you guys haven't Shut seen. Up. It? Okay, so this is new to. You. Keep talking about this. I'm going to find the link. I will send that to you guys right. right now so we can talk about it. I, <laughs> Tease us with that. Oh, my goodness, dude. <laughs> I think I think Becky might be the closest one to actually be uh, able to see it. I was going to say, I'm in New York. It's coming to me for sure. Right? Let me uh, let me find it, and I'll send it to you guys, and we'll talk about it at the very end. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I plan on spending – we all know my future long-term plans is to become a professional pilot on the Millennium Falcon ride. So this could be a very good way to judge <laughs> my <start>. skills. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, dude. I really want to do that. That sounds great. <laughs> oh I'm hoping God. it comes to Comic-Con, but I, we'll, talk, we'll talk about it in a bit. Let's, great. Let's, let's keep on trucking. Yeah. All right. Yeah, what's the next news story? <clears throat> so – um force for change actually it announced a new um what's it called a new charity event called uh so i'll just read it from starwars.com lucasfilm and star wars force for change today announced roar for change a global challenge in support of unicef that invites fans to share their own version of chewbacca's fearsome roar on social media each public oh. post like or share on facebook instagram or twitter that includes roar for change between may 3rd and the 25th 2018 ah. uh the uh, star wars force for change united states division will donate one dollar to unicef usa up to one million dollars funds will be used to support unicef's life-saving work for children around the world so i i actually we should probably do this well yeah, let me give definitely. you an update as of may 4th they hit the one million oh, okay no already they wow. don't need my help then. they don't even need our help <laughs> no but it's so, the kind of thing where it's like if you're at that extra voice maybe they'll just say oh, oh well let's add another right. million another on one there. million <laughs> yeah within 24 hours they uh they hit their mark which is really cool that's crazy gosh the power of this fandom is so impressive bunch Love of it. nerds <laughs> with good hearts with good yes. hearts that's awesome. Um, but our next I'm, our next news story is that's pretty fun. Uh, the Heathrow Airport. I don't know where that is, by the way. It's in London. Okay, they had a fake uh, departure screen on May the fourth. Yes, had, I saw this. Yeah, that had a bunch of uh, flights to uh, Star Wars planets, and the flight numbers were all characters. So they have R two D two, Boba, oh. Wicket, BB eight, Han, uh, fifty ten. <laughs> Tie one one three eight two, and they were flying to Kashyyyk and stuff. The Alderaan flight was canceled, <laughs> <laughs> which is really good. That's really good. I uh, love the fact that there's one guy who has the job to program the boards, and he's like, "Look, guys, I think this would go over really well. Let's make it all Star Warsy and fun." And all the yeah. other people working there are all nerds, so they're like, "Yes, <laughs> let's impose our nerddom like, and confuse uh, yes, the tourists." Yes. <laughs> oh man that it. is pretty it, funny I, lo I love that it reminds oh. me of a flight i might have said this last week where i was coming back from italy and we landed on the fourth and the pilot wraps up by saying may the fourth be with you and i just raise my hands in the oh, air and yeah. go woo like, yeah. <laughs> and everyone's like what yay <laughs> so uh our next news story new forces of destiny episodes there's a season three um, and they've already released a couple. How many is this? One, two, three, four, five, six. There's already seven episodes <laughs> uh, up on YouTube for you to watch. And uh, also, by the way, if you go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash radio, and you give us at least a dollar, you'll get access to our exclusive feed, our extended content feed. And uh, there's a commentary track for the entirety of season one for Forces of Destiny. So if you want to listen to that, uh, you got to go become a patron. So you should do that. Yeah, it's exciting. It's a good way to force us to to actually invest For and watch this. Force <laughs> us, yes, it is hey. a force us. 
Um, but I'm, I'm excited that this is continuing to go. Like, I really liked the idea of it. Um, so I'm glad they're investing and in, in continuing to tell these stories. And we're going to talk about it more in that podcast that you just mentioned of whether or not we should consider this stuff canon. Um, but yeah, just more content, more easy to digest at the workplace content, which is why I like Forces of Destiny. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay. Here's this. Is this the new story you just added? The Millennium Falcon one? Yes. Okay. All right. So the thing we mentioned earlier, Millennium Falcon Experience prepares to launch. A life-size replica of the interior of the ship that made the Kessel Run is blasting wow. off on tour to a city near you. Construct constructed inside 340 long shipping containers, visitors can what? stop by. <laughs> uh, visitors can stop by Lando's Bar, sit in the famed uh, Dejeric. That's how that game's pronounced, right? Dejeric. Dejeric table. Sure. And finally, get the chance to say "punch it" from inside the iconic cockpit. <laughs> the finest details were crafted using the same molds used in Solo: a Star Wars Story. So, oh my goodness gracious! Uh, there's four different places it's gonna end up, or it it had it has already gone. So it was in Northern oh no. Kentucky uh, in April. Uh, it was it was in Atlanta just just recently. It's gonna be in Salt Lake City. May 18th to the 20th, and then it will be at the Denver Al Alamo Draft House. Aww. Uh, Alamo Draft May 25th through the 27th. Oh, so no New York, boo. Well, that's, that's up to May 27th. My guess is that it'll continue moving around, and I'm really, really hoping it ends up. It'd be really there, cool uh, if they just moved it to Disneyland or something. So, real quick, uh, if you want to get more information on this, if you watch the Star Wars show from April 25th, you can actually see them building it, and they use the giant cargo container. So it's actually it's very modular, uh -huh. and it should be easy for them to move. Uh, if you watch that episode, skip to the 1 minute 49 second mark. You know, when you said three 40-foot-long shipping containers, I'm like, oh, I don't know where you'd put that in Manhattan. Never mind. Yeah, <laughs> that's why it's all in, like, rural areas, because they can probably right. fit it, you know? Well, uh, if you're in northern Kentucky and you're a huge Star Wars fan and you didn't take advantage of this, I'm officially mad at you. So we'll move We're all mad that. at you. We're all collectively <laughs> mad at you. More mad than The Last Jedi. We're that mad. Uh, <laughs> but there's, uh, there's one thing that we were all hoping for that we did not get for May 4th. I, we, yeah, I know. We didn't get a celebration announcement. Although there, there, is, some, there is some you know hope for that soon. Uh, on May the 4th. I hope so. The Star Wars Celebration Instagram page suddenly posted saying, "You know, you know, Star Wars, yay!" They they hadn't posted since October of last year. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then people started asking on their Twitter, "Hey, when are you guys gonna be posting? You know, the new location?" And they they consi consistently responded with, "Very soon." You know, oh. keep, keep an Very eye out. So soon. Hopefully, so, we find out in the next few weeks. Well, I was gonna ask, what's the next big? like convention or milestone star wars related that we would get announcements like the next film or convention uh, w when would we get that do you guys think hmm not till d23 well d23 is next year is next oh, year. oh there's not even one this year no they okay. do it every uh, other year. year the only one okay. we could, i could think of would be the next big convention would be san diego and then new york comic-con since they, they typically do yeah. big announcements at both but in 2015 when they had d23 WonderCon, and star wars celebration you know back to back to back they saved the star wars announcements for star wars celebration when they still had a presence at d23 but it wasn't a you know celebration had all the big stuff so do we think that there's not going to be any mention of a movie after episode nine um until the next star wars celebration like are we really is the next anthology going to be not the year not next year or the year after i mean uh, I, I think we're going to wait until 2019 for any kind of announcement like that because they still have episode nine that's the question though are they gonna even tease it yeah well no are they are they even is there even going to be another star wars story or are they going to go straight into uh ryan johnson's thing well, they could spend time pushing whatever their TV things are that they have brewing. That too. And that, yeah, in time for their streaming service. Yeah. I'm sure that uh, because 
uh, it, celebration tends to be early in the year, and I think episode nine is not in May anymore, right? It's December again. December, so they could totally do so they, know, the yeah. first big panel there. They'll have they'll have probably a ton of a ton of promotion for episode nine, a ton of promotion for probably another season of what we're about to talk about, and then another, you know. They'll maybe probably announce the show, and they'll be like, "It's coming out in the summer or something." And then, don't forget, Galaxy's Edge will be opening up too. So there's a oh yeah. my if goodness gracious! It Anaheim, so it's going to be absolutely across, enormous. Yeah, you're across the street from a live action Star Wars themed area, I think park. Yeah. So, although the the big rumor is that it will be in Anaheim, but the 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 rumor is that it'll be in the fall as opposed to the spring. So. Take I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> well, and again, take those each with a grain of salt because the, the people that have been pushing these rumors are the same people that kept saying, oh, we're going to get news on May the 4th, which we did not. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm looking at you, website. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, there's, a, there's a few websites I saw that was like, eh, yeah. Any, failed. Anyway, so for some really exciting news that we didn't really get to talk about because it got literally announced the day after we recorded our last episode... Star Wars Resistance anime-inspired series set for fall debut. So, this is the follow-up to Rebels, obviously. Um, The series is... Okay, hang on. Let me start from the beginning. Let me start from the beginning. (laughs) StarWars.com is thrilled to announce that production has begun on Star Wars Resistance, an exciting new animated adventure series about Kazuta Zeno. Zino? I don't know. A young pilot recruited by the Resistance and tasked with a top-secret mission to spy on the growing threat of the First Order. It will premiere this fall on Disney Channel in the U.S. and thereafter on Disney XD and around the world. Featuring the high-flying adventure that audiences of all ages have come to expect from Star Wars, Star Wars Resistance is set in the time uh, is set in the time prior to Star Wars: The Force Awakens and will feature the beloved droid BB-8 alongside ace pilots, colorful new characters, and appearances by fan favorites including Poe Dameron and Captain Phasma, voiced by actors Oscar Isaac and Gwendolyn Christie, respectively. Which, yes. (laughs) Yes, please. Yeah, I'm all about this. I'm so excited. Um, One of the quotes from Dave Filoni, Resistance came out of my interest in World War II aircraft and fighter pilots. My grandfather was a pilot, and my uncle flew in restored planes. Um, There's a long history of high-speed racing in Star Wars, and I think we've captured that sense of excitement in an anime-inspired style. Okay, so when they say anime-inspired, I think we talked a little bit about this on our Patreon announcement episode. Yeah. Uh, Do we think that they're talking about sort of like avatar the last airbender which dave filoni also worked on do we think like that's the sort of style we're gonna come to expect i would love that like i mean maybe not directly avatar i would even go further anime type tableau style you know animation but i don't think that would appeal as much to i hope that it means the tone of animes um but i don't know we'll see i'm excited um yeah if it's anything I, like that really cool fan-made anime for the tie fighters oh I'm my god I, I, I mean i'm gonna say probably not but that thing probably is not, amazing that was beautiful <laughs> let's do that come on dave filoni and i think i brought up that the 2d original clone wars animated series is gorgeous yes and has some of the best art that we've seen in uh in Star Wars, so if it's inspired at all in that way, that would be cool. Uh, Just with more dialogue, that's all I ask. Yes, yes. All right. Um, we also have some actors that were announced uh, that are going to be on the show. So, in, in addition to uh, to uh, Oscar Isaac and Gwendolyn Christie, the voice cast includes actors Christopher Sean from Days of Our Lives, uh, Susie McGrath from EastEnders, Scott Lawrence from Legion. Myrna Velasco, I hope I'm saying her name right, from uh, Elena of Avalor. Josh Brenner from Silicon Valley. Donald Faison from Scrubs, wait. which... Wait, wait, Donald what? Faison? Yeah, Faison, so by the this way. makes... I'll, we'll come back to him, because this is really funny. I there, I have an observation about this. Uh, Bobby Moynihan? I don't know if that was his last name. Bobby Moynihan. Moynihan, Bobby okay. Moynihan from, right. from freaking SNL. He's the one that's the awesome yeah. gift. Yeah. Awesome. Yes. Uh, Jim Rash cast. from Community. Right. Oh, my goodness. Jim and Rash. And then uh, Rachel B- Butera? 
from Tammy's Tiny Tea Time. <laughs> but wait, okay, I'm sorry. Del Faison, Jim Rash, those are like big people. Those are actual yeah. actors. Not so, to any voice actor ever. The funny, but... the funny thing about Donald Donald Faison is Faison. Faison. I don't sorry. know, man. I'm sorry. I'm Donald Faison. <laughs> the thing about Donald Faison is that. Uh, I was rewatching the panel that they did when they premiered the last episode of Rebels, and he was there, like in the audience, and he asked a question. Oh, that's amazing! And he was like, he was like, when are we gonna get the? Uh, he was like, when are we gonna get the Ahsoka Sabine show? You know, we all want it. Like, <laughs> so he's a huge nerd. That makes yeah, so he's happy. a huge fan, and like, uh, and then it made so much sense to me. I was like, oh, no wonder, you know. He was there. That's so great. He's getting this, you know. So I've only seen him as a voice artist on Adventure Time. He plays this uh, cookie who was raised in like a bad way, and you know is holding up a cookie store, and it's you know it's Adventure <laughs> Time, so it's strange, but he's great. And then, oh my gosh, that makes me so happy. I love it. I'm a huge yeah. Star fan. That's great. It's really so funny. cool. So glad that they're announcing this. Like, honestly, this is almost more excited to me than a movie announcement. I love Dave Fioni. I love what he's done to the Star Wars universe. I love going anywhere and being like, you have to watch the animated content if you're a Star Wars fan, because that is required texts. And uh, I feel like this is an area where we need some fleshing out. So hooray. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Boyega hints at a major time jump for episode nine. Wow. Which is interesting. Major? And I mean I would I'm going to say yeah, I guess. Uh this kind of makes sense. The time jump thing actually would make sense because then they can just say that, you know, Carrie's gone. Right. Yeah. Like they don't really have to explain much more, you know. Right. Um but he tweeted, "I can't wait to start shooting the next and final leg of the Star Wars franchise. The first step is growing out my hair." Ah. <laughs> And okay. then he said, so you can wait for the trailer to see why. Um, Ooh. And then they mentioned that a lot has changed since episode nine first entered development. The film was originally set to be co-written and directed by Colin Trevorrow of Jurassic World before the filmmaker stepped down over creative differences with Lucasfilm. Force Awakens uh, helmsman J.J. Abrams has since signed on to direct episode nine instead from a script that Abrams is co-writing with... Uh, <laughs> okay. Co-writing with Argo, Argo? <laughs> Batman v Superman, and Justice League screenwriter Chris Terrio. It's just funny because like it said co-writing with Argo. Uh, the the pair is tasked with not only bringing the current trilogy to a satisfying close, but also finding a tasteful way to retire the Leia character after Carrie Fisher's death in 2016. So, yeah, the time jump thing actually makes sense, and I'm kind of like, why didn't I ever think of that? Well, if we think about it, I'm curious about what, uh, let me know what the facts about this are. What's the time jump between four, five, and six? How long between we escaped the Death Star on Yavin 4, we're having a good time, to the Battle of Hoth, and then how long was Han and Carbonite? I think each one is supposed to be a couple years. Yeah, so pretty much the amount of time we actually waited. Han was in Carbonite for years. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we know that it was years. Well, he I mean, was in Carbonite? like like Alex mentioned, those movies didn't come out like every other year. They came out every three years, so like at least three years. If 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 we're saying that, so. Well, I mean, that's really interesting. I don't think I've ever ta- thought about how long poor Han was mounted on Jabba's wall, um, and why it, it didn't seem like that organized of a rescue. Why they couldn't have done that. A year mm-hmm. or two earlier, maybe Luke needed to train more. It is the assumption that Luke went back and trained with Yoda, but anyway, it, it leads to the, my thought that I always had about Leia, which is we'll have maybe a Yoda-esque death at the very beginning in the first act. Um, but or that's she just interesting. Fades away. <laughs> yeah, something that they could cobble together, or like a funeral. Maybe it starts with her funeral. Um, hmm. I'd be good with that. Yeah. I'm excited to see that because we had zero time gap. Uh, just co- uh, contrasting that with the trilogy so far, there's like not a second of time gap between Last Jedi and Force Awakens, right? Like they're escaping that planet uh, right after. Yeah, yeah. I want to say that there's probably like a day or two. <laughs> That's probably it. You know, 
Um, obviously, for Ray, there's not. But I think for everyone else, there is a little bit of a time gap. Like but, a day or two, yeah. Yeah. But it's, it, it is what it is. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's it for the news. If we want to go on to Creature of the Week. Sure. Good job, Buck. They want to wonder. I thought they smelled bad on the outside. <laughs> Creature of the Week is the Blurg. So, <laughs> Blurgs are squat, two-legged creatures that live on many planets across the galaxy, able to run at high speeds and are very skilled jumpers. The bipeds also have a powerful jaws that have been known to do damage to speeder bikes. Blurgs are used by Twi'leks both as a means of regular transportation and as beasts to ride during battle. And they kind of look like dopey shark T-Rexes a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> They're a little weird. Like they, like they crashed into a wall and they got condensed. <laughs> like they're ugly, but there's something really cute about them at the yeah, same time. They're a little derpy. It's like they kind of they, they have they they have a little bit of charm. They're Just like, a little. They're like baby street sharks. Yes. But, <laughs> <laughs> what I like about them is uh, they originated in Ewoks: The Battle of For Endor, the yeah. Legends t- made for TV film. <laughs> made for TV film. But they became Ugh. canon thanks to Clone Wars. But another example of legends coming into into the real thing. I love yeah, it. For sure. Um, and uh, we forgot to mention this at the top of the show, but Alex, you went to Star Wars night at Disneyland. Yes. Tell it us. Was tell so us about much that. Fun. So we talked about this in our previous episodes that they were going to be doing a theme tonight. So May the third was the first of two. Uh, just so you guys know, there's a second one. May the 9th, which is Wednesday. Tickets apparently are still available. If you can get to Disneyland, I would totally do it. It is worth the money. Uh, we got there at 6 o'clock. Actually, a lot closer to 6.30. Got ourselves in costume. Uh, my wife got all Twi'leked up. I got all uh, Thai Reserve Pilot. And <laughs> at first Wait, how Twi'leked? Kind of... How full Twi'leked did she go? Did she, she went do... the whole Twi'lek headpiece, blue face paint. <gasps> Uh, wow. She wore her flight suit, so it was kind of a nice little test for our Comic Con costumes. Mm-hmm. So uh, I mean, she she went all out. It was awesome. Nice. Um, we got into the park. You see more and more people showing up in costume. The first three hours were mixing with the normal park guests, but then nine o'clock hit. Everyone who was a normal guest was kicked out of the park, and then only the ticketed people were able to to do all the Star Wars stuff, which was awesome because. There were literally no lines for a majority of the rides. Uh, Star Tours had a, you know, a moderate line, 35 minutes. Space Mountain had a, you know, 25, 30 minute wait, which is not bad for Space Mountain. No, um, no, it Space is not. Space Mountain came as Hyperspace Mountain for the weekend. Yes. Uh, it's it's it was just a, it was a lot of fun. We got to get together with the 501st members. Um, okay. It was it was, they had photo ops. They had special panels. Like, you could literally go and see panels on the different things from Star Wars. They had droid builders. They had the Saber Guild. They talked about, uh, what is it called? The, the Galaxy's Edge coming up. And then What's to top the it all Saber off, they Guild? had Star Wars-themed food. Saber Guild is a group of people who train and do these really, really awesome lightsaber shows. Oh, cool. I was just I just met a guy who does uh, lightsaber training in New York called the Rebel uh, Rogue Alliance. So shout out to them. Yeah, they're they're, they're they put on a really cool show in front of what was it? It's a small world. Interesting. That's so yeah. cool. And then so was, the, was everything Star Wars in every land? You could walk from land to land and there was Star Wars stuff everywhere. Kind of. They had photo ops in the different lands. They had photo ops. Uh, let me see. In Tomorrowland, Fantasyland, Frontierland and Critter Country. So I imagine there was Ewoks. Were there Ewoks in one of the critter areas or no? Um, I didn't see any Ewoks. I did see a Jawa. Oh. Um, but here, I'll read you the list of the characters that they had. Uh, on the day, you can see Boba Fett, Chewbacca, Darth Maul, Darth Vader, Jawas, Kylo Ren. It was a debut of Rey as a character in the park, uh, permanent. Seven did you see sister. her? No. She had a long line. The night went by so fast. There was, we, we hit as many rides as we could and photo ops. It, we, we couldn't see everything. It would have been so cool to be cast as Darth Maul. Like, how right? badass would you feel walking around that park as bad Darth Maul? <laughs> that would well, have my, been awesome. I think my favorite ones, they had Chopper and Sabine. 
So seeing them was uh, was pretty. Was awesome. Chopper like scooting around and stuff and like beeping uh-huh. and blooping? Oh, that's great. And then aside from that, they had Star Wars food. Ooh, like what? Let me get Making the menu. Me I know, right? We'll get ready. You didn't even say uh, what the food was. I'm like, right? You had food? Rebel oh, Alliance man. grilled cheese. Uh, <laughs> they had something called Darth by chocolate, which was this. I like it. Pudding with all this stuff, right? Red squadron, red squadron wings. Oh, Dagobah ramen. (laughs) They had uh, taquito sabers. These are were they blue? I I I only uh, I only saw them on the menu. I didn't get a chance to get them. Ah, that would be cool if they were actually like blue. They had bulgogi potato clones. Yeah, they did. Tractor beam French toast sticks. <laughs> they have something called Baru's Special, which I didn't get a chance to find out what it Baru was. Baru and Baru had a special. Right? It was probably just like a charred piece of charcoal or something they burnt. Um, <laughs> oh, oh. I get it. Because she's I mean, dead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they had uh, Imperial mm. beignets with hazelnut cream filling. Ooh. Those we had. Those are Dude, what we you're were killing me. I'm like oh. really know, hungry right? now. They had good food. Again, there's tickets still available for the May 9th, which is a Wednesday of next week, or of this week, actually. If you can go, it's worth it. $99. You're given seven hours to enjoy the park. There's panels. They have additional signings. Ashley Eckstein's going to be there uh, signing her new book by her oh. universe. They're going to have uh, some history panels. I mean, it's it's totally, totally worth it. The maps are themed just to the day. They're dated. You get a really cool... Uh, lanyard with like a lenticular, what do you call it? Thingy. I don't know what it's even called. Something. It's really cool. <laughs> Something. Uh, and then at the very end, at the end of the night, they hand you Han Solo posters for oh. Solo. Was there a special Star Wars themed fireworks spectacular or no? There was. They had <gasps> oh, fireworks gosh. at 9:45. Oh my God! They had uh, the premiere of the uh first order march in tomorrowland so captain phasma marched with nine actually uh, like 10 of her first order stormtroopers back and forth really cool they had wait was there like so there was fireworks with like star wars music playing all star wars music it was really cool and then at midnight they had what they called the parade of fandom so they invited at least the rebel legion and the 501st legion members who wanted to be part of the parade uh you signed up for that and you marched from it's a small world all the way down through main street usa in your full costume they played star wars music they looked great oh um, that's, did you could do that or did you i chose do not that? yeah our, so uh the southern california garrison uh was invited i chose not to do it just because it was a time commitment that pretty much took it took up the back end of the night and uh, i wanted to make sure that me and my wife could go do rides so you know it's not every day you see a tweet like on the pinocchio ride so we oh, wanted to make gosh. sure we could do things like that <laughs> that's amazing so was it really crowded was everyone in cool costumes what's the best fan costume you saw there were a lot of really cool costumes a lot of people just uh, the majority of people did not go in costume they just wanted in a star wars shirt but you had beautiful costumes this is one lady who did an ahsoka themed dress uh, one oh. of the cooler costumes that I saw was uh, Belle from Beauty and the Beast and the Beast as rebel pilots. And they had full oh, flight suits, custom colors, so and helmets. Cool. It was really cool. Uh, there was a good amount of Twi'leks there. Um, my friends who came that we met over there came as biker scouts just without the helmets. We took pictures in the trash compactor and on Hoth. I mean, it was it was awesome time. That's it's, so cool. If you Sounds can cool. go go uh i'll be posting videos of the event on our facebook page in the next few days so you guys can take a look at some of the fireworks and some of the uh the parades that they had that night so here's my thing it's like i know that there are some people who are who don't get involved in like the day-to-day fun crazy stuff that are like disney took over star wars conglomeration evil bad company blah 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 but like now there are things like this where everyone can come together and parade and we get like the most beautiful fi- Disney puts on the best fireworks shows in the world. Oh yeah. They just star Wars. Like it, it's allowing an outlet for our fandom the way that there wasn't before star Wars bought it. Um, it's very well, exciting. And, and one thing that I wanted to do years ago when we went to the Mickey, not so scary Halloween party, we dressed as pirates and went on pirates of the Caribbean. So Thursday or Wednesday night, no Thursday night. I'm sorry. Thursday night we rode star tours dressed as star Wars. 
That's so cool. So it, I mean, we took pictures. It's, it's cool. And, and now I'm hoping since Star Wars did really well, it sounds like they'll be bringing it back again next year. Uh, I'm hoping that maybe they do a Marvel theme night. Ooh, that would yeah. be cool. That would be cool. And if they do, we will totally be there for that. That would be pretty Well, sweet. yeah, this is definitely something they should, ex- like, do, like, uh, my dream is they extend this until, like, you know, the season of Star Wars, and they just have, like, two full months where they have Star Wars themed. But maybe <laughs> now that we have Star Wars land, it'll be any time you want to go, any day. Well, we did have Seasons of the Force uh, about a year and a half ago, two years ago, where they, they pretty much did a Star Wars overlay of Tomorrowland, which is awesome. Which um, is when they did hyperspace for the first time, which is when, when I did hyperspace, yeah. got to do it, which was amazing. Yeah, really cool. If, I know we've said this before, but if you are within range of a Disney park when they've turned Space Mountain into Hyperspace Mountain and you don't do it, you're missing out. It's yeah. like as close you can, as you can get to flying in a TIE fighter in your entire life, in my opinion. It's very it's, cool. It's so much fun. But yeah, Star Wars night, great night. Hoping they do it again soon because uh, we'll, we'll be there yeah, I, I I'm sad I couldn't um, couldn't go. I really wanted to. But, yeah, those uh, those first tickets sold out real fast. Yeah, but also money is a thing that you have to manage. So that's true. Did not. I mean, uh, we're we're eating ramen for the next three months. So yeah, <laughs> worth it. Worth totally it. Totally worth it. <laughs> ramen <laughs> and ice soup. Well, it's great. I'm glad that, like, Star Wars... I I love the Christmas Star Wars because it's, like, it's Christmas and it's Star Wars. But, you know, obviously May has historically been Star Wars month, so it's been a lot of fun. I'm excited we're getting the solo movie. I'm excited we're getting all this fun stuff happening. It's a good time to be a fan, as always. But Mm -hmm. good May the 4th, for sure. It was a good day. (laughs) He was a good friend. He was a good friend. And I cut <laughs> he off his wasn't. leg. He <laughs> wasn't. <laughs> I hate you. Yes, everybody watch that Arrested Development thing, please. It's incredible. <laughs> and really we will be funny. referencing it, so, you know, it's part yeah, of our official yes. canon now. <laughs> it's officially official. <laughs> Something like that. I'm oh, good man. with that. Yeah. Um, well, if, is that... Does anybody have anything else they'd like to say before we close out the show? I think that's I think that's a good wrap up. I think we're good. Cool. Go get your solo tickets if you don't have them. It's coming up soon. Yeah. Get ready. Sooner than you think. Oh, real quick, just real quick for anybody who collects stuff, Star Wars stuff. Uh, if your local Toys R Us is closing, you can at least at ours, you can fill out a form and indicate that you're interested in these Star Wars displays, and then they can give you a call, and they'll either sell them to you or give them to you at a later date. So that I put my, is pretty out cool, there. actually. My name is in the in the drawing for some of the Star Wars things in there at, at our local store. We were told that the uh, hard close date is in June, so it'll be coming up soon. Yes, mm. pick those bones for whatever you can get. Um, I want to give a quick shout-out to my Galaxy of Heroes guild, Order of the Dark Saber. I was pimping the podcast on that, so if anybody's listening, thanks, guys. And uh, yeah, let's let's start killing that territory war. Man, you Sorry. really have gotten deep. Into the game. <laughs> I have. <laughs> That's I crazy. Have. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then of course you can find me on Twitter. I'm at the Jawa Josh. And also, by the way, head on over to our Patreon, Patreon.com/LongTimeAgoRadio. I'm not even kidding. A dollar a month will get you access to our extra cool content, and you're going to help us make a lot of cool, awesome stuff. So, And you get physical rewards. Yeah. You get patches and, and pins yeah. and shirts and yeah. other cool, yeah. and other cool yeah. stuff. Leftovers, yeah. Right, Leftovers. We have two solo posters. I mean, I don't need both of them. Someone may get it. <laughs> he's it gonna give there. it to someone. <laughs> I will give it, here, I'll say that. I will give it to someone. Yeah. Some, someone, if you... If you do the Patreon thing and you happen to mention the solo in the notes or somewhere, you're you're getting the poster. Good old someone. Good old someone. Subscriber from to the podcast. Well, uh, I think that's I think that's gonna do it for our show this week. It's been good. It's been good talking to you guys. Remember to head on over to astarwarspodcast.com for more information. Tell your friends all the good stuff. May the force be with you and goodbye. Wait, what about our handles and stuff? Our handles? We did. I thought we just did that. 
Facebook.com. I guess we didn't do that. I thought we were doing that already. Becky, go. You did yours. I am at Rebecca June Lane on Twitter, and our official Twitter is at LTA underscore radio. You can find me on Instagram, dapper underscore fit, Facebook.com slash radio. You'll get to see some videos of Star Wars Night in case you can't go on Wednesday, so take a look. Cool. And uh, I already said all mine because I'm a confused old man. And I will see <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you guys later. Bye everybody. See ya. Bye.